Um, I, I don't think it's a time to like give up and, and wallow. I think it's a time to figure out how can you use this time to benefit you and your business um, and find new ways to, you know, improve. And you have to find the positive in this situation. Otherwise you won't make it and you will end up failing. And that is not what people want. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In today's episode, I'm talking to Danny Pedraza, who runs a dog walking company as well as a popular Instagram feature account. We talk about how she uses her large following online to help raise awareness for pet adoption. And in light of everything going on in the world lately, Danny talks about how she and her business partner are getting creative to find ways for their dog walking business to generate income online. If you're feeling stuck and not sure how your pet industry business can grow online, I would love to teach you what I've learned about growing a pet Instagram account. As you'll hear on this episode, having an engaged Instagram community can allow you to connect with current customers and reach people all over the world. Enrollment in my online course, Instagram Strategy for the Pet Obsessed, aka Inspo, is open now. Go to wherewagrepeat.com slash inspo to learn all about it. There are some great bonuses and even a few scholarships available. So make sure you check it out today at wherewagrepeat.com slash I-N-S-P-O. Danny Pedraza is a certified dog trainer, the founder of the lovable Pups and Coffee Instagram account, and an owner of a dog walking company called The Big City Woof Walker. In 2016, her life became all things dogs when she created Pups and Coffee, an Instagram account, and began hosting adoption events around New York City to raise awareness and donations for animal shelters. Her passion and love for animals, especially dogs, inspired her to become a professional dog walker. In 2017, she established the Big City Wolf Walker, which is a woman-owned dog walking and pet care company serving clients in New York City and Chicago. Their mission is to focus on dog walking with a personal touch to create strong bonds and companionship between the walker and your pet. Hey, Danny. Hi, Tori. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on here. Of course, we met through Instagram, through your Pups and Coffee account. Uh, and so I always love making new dog friends through Instagram. I think that's where like my entire social circle lives now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So tell us a little bit. Um, you know, I read off in your bio that Pups and Coffee is an Instagram account that you started. Um and I guess it was to, to promote these adoption events that you were having, but tell us how exactly you started that account and how it tied into these adoption events. Yes, absolutely. So when I was back in college, I was a sophomore. Um, I started dog walking in New York City and I have coffee around with me and take photos of the dogs with the cup of coffee 
uh, I thought it was aesthetically pleasing. I just thought it was super cute to send to the clients and their update and they really enjoyed that. And I created an account, uh, the Pups and Coffee account and the hashtag Pups N Coffee and started to see that other people were picking up on that hashtag, taking photos of their dogs with a cup of coffee and sharing that. And so I started reposting. So not only my content, but other people's content. And it eventually grew into this community of people who love dogs and coffee. And I realized that once there was more of a following, there was more opportunity to promote um, adoptions and animal shelters around the city. And that led me to connecting with uh, people who were running the animal shelters and post the dogs um, on our account who were up for adoption, which led me to wanting to host events and using coffee that was donated by other coffee companies to raise the donations for the animal shelters that we were promoting. And so we would create these adoption events where the dogs from the animal shelters were there so that people were able to interact with them and see what dogs were up for adoption. And then the coffee, they would get a cup of coffee for um, the donation of their choosing and all of that would go towards the animal shelter. And so we've been doing this for a handful of years and it's just been so amazing and a great opportunity for more um, animal shelter dogs to have exposure. That is such a fun idea. And I love like the little twist on, you know, having like the coffee theme to everything. Uh, I think that, you know, of course we all love dog photos, like what's not to like about dog photos, but, (laughs) but having like the, the coffee be a part of it and having like that consistency of like how to creatively take a picture with the coffee cup or a mug with the different kind of dogs. Um, it just, it lends like a lot of, um, recognizability, I guess, if that's a word to, to your account and to your events, it kind of like brands them, which is such a cool idea. Yeah, thank you. I just realized that people really enjoyed not because it's not just photos of dogs and it, it could that could be like any account, but I think people really do like that consistency with the theme. And I think that makes it stand out. And so they're more drawn to that because it's unique. And then they know that, oh, if I take a photo with my dog with this cup of coffee, maybe I'll be featured. And it just, you know, extends this continuous you know, cycle of people who want to continue following it. And I think that that really draws people in and it helps create um, opportunity for for messages that we want to talk about uh, in the animal shelter community and um, have more exposure for them, which is really nice. Yeah, it's really cool um, how how you're using your platform for good, because I think a lot of, there's so many feature accounts out there, you know, I'm a chocolate lab person. (laughs) And so there are chocolate lab feature accounts and I'm always using the hashtag, but I kind of wonder, you know, what are those accounts like getting out of this? Like, are they trying to sell products or trying to promote something or are they just trying to get more followers for the sake of followers? Um, which is fine. You know, you just have to kind of know what your goal is. But for you, I think it's so wonderful that you kind of use this platform to promote pet adoption. It's almost like, you know, like how celebrities can use their voice to help a certain cause or something like that. You have to use your influence for good. 
Yeah, it's definitely really motivating for me because it, it can get really repetitive to post the same thing technically over and over again. So for me, I feel like there's definite purpose in the platform, which I have posted a photo once or twice a day for the past several years. So it's something that continues to push me and provides that motivation to know that this is for good and this will help people either bring a smile to their face or maybe encourage people to adopt um, or just overall, you know, have something positive on their newsfeed um, instead of, especially during right now, during yes. these times, focusing on such a scary, um, scary world that we're living in currently. And so hopefully it brings that smile to their face um, on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I I love that, and I think just sharing positivity and making someone smile is in and of itself very impactful. Um, so I'm wondering, you started the account in around 2016, so that was like four years ago, almost. I guess depending on when you started it. Um, is there anything that you have found out along that time about running a feature account or running a pet industry account that you like wish you had known earlier? You know, that's so interesting. I feel that it's, I feel like I, I learned so much just by experience and kind of having, uh, just doing it on my own. So there's a lot of um, platforms out there where you can, you know, schedule your posts, you can put in your hashtags and I don't use those. Um, I feel like I probably could. And that's something that I, probably will, you know, learn to do, but I'm such a do it in the moment, very present type of person. And I like to choose the photos that I'm using and the captions that I'm using just in that moment. So I think that, you know, that has been something that I, that I'm learning works really well for me. And I know that other people apply different techniques and structure to their accounts in different ways. Um, but overall, it's taught me that you know, staying relevant is really important. Um, I also run my uh, dog walking Instagram account. And so that helps me learn like what's relevant now, staying up with the hashtags, determining how to promote yourself using your social media platform. So that's everything that I have taken away from using Pups and Coffee and, and having that experience. Yeah, it's really cool. Because, um, you know, Pups and Coffee has like over 20,000 followers. Um, and like in my experience, my Teamistic account, I have like 40,000 followers or something. And I can learn so much because you're playing on a bigger scale. Yes. And then you, when you go and apply what you're learning to like your your smaller accounts, like your dog walking account or my wear, wag, repeat, that only have like a couple thousand, I think I have like 1,000 <laughs> on my wear, wag, repeat account. Um, but when you're playing with like those bigger numbers, you can kind of see the trends a lot better and you can just experiment. It, it, the data is just a lot more easier to read because you're playing with bigger numbers. Yeah, definitely. And I take that um, analytics and like the time of day that people are on um, and the way that they engage with me on that larger scale account definitely impacts the way that I run the smaller accounts that I use for my businesses. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about your, your businesses. Um, Big City Wolf Walker. Uh, you have dog walkers in New York City and Chicago and you're, you're living in Chicago now, right? 
Yes, I'm based in Chicago, and then my business partner, Marin, is in New York City. And how many dog walkers do you guys have working for you? So we have 40 dog walkers in New York City, and we have about two dog walkers in Chicago. So the Chicago branch just started. It's on a smaller scale, uh, but we're slowly growing here, which is exciting. Um, And the team is slowly growing here, which is exciting. But we do have more uh, clients in New York City. We have more team members in New York City. Um, And so we definitely, that's our base. That's where we started. Yeah. And so... I, uh, we can't like ignore what's going on in the world right now um, with coronavirus and everything. How has that impacted dog walking? Um, from my perspective, I, it kind of seems like there's a lot of different things going on. People are home with their dogs more, um, but they're also trying to work remotely and their dogs are maybe getting in their way. <laughs> um, so how, how has all of this impacted your business? Yeah, so it's impacted us drastically. Um, we definitely have lost almost, I would say, almost 100% of our clientele on a day-to-day basis, which is really devastating for a small business. Um, but we are seen as an essential service. And so what we've done so far is um, you know, see who in our client base in New York City and Chicago are healthcare workers who are in need of pet care. And we've offered them a significant discount to provide these essential services to them if they need it. So that's the priority. We don't really want to focus on spreading um, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't need to go to a client's home, um, we don't want to put the client in that position and we don't want to put the dog walker in that position. And so we figured out there have been a, a handful of people who do need the service because they are working, you know, 13 plus hour shifts and they do have a dog. And so thankfully, um, we do have a couple clients who still need us, which is so helpful. Um, we have currently one member on the ground who is tending to the essential services. Um, we did give the the walkers the option to say, hey, you know, we don't want to force you in, in any situation. You are not obligated to continue services. You know, you can choose um, whether to stay home or if you wanted to help with essential services, let us know. Um, so most of our team, the majority of our team took a step back. Uh, for their own safety. And that is totally fine. We appreciate them for that. Um, And then we do have one walker who is helping with the essential services, which is extremely amazing. Um, And he's taking extra safety precautions, such as, um, you know, wiping the dog's paws uh, when they come back inside, you know, wiping down the leashes, taking his shoes off uh, before he goes into the apartment, having hand sanitizer on, having a mask, Um, you know, making sure that the handoffs are their social distance uh, between the client and the walker. So we're taking all of these extreme safety precautions um, and that's been allowing us to continue some services. But yes, it has been um, extremely devastating for our small business, Um, but we're pushing through and trying to find other ways to, to, you know, continue to be here um, at the end of this when this is all over. Yeah, it, I, it's so wonderful to hear like what a what a compassionate approach you've taken to this. Um, you know, it sounds like you're not 
freaking out, at least not now. <laughs> and, um, and you're, and you're really thoughtfully considering, um, you know, I think like the core, the core values of your company and like helping the people who really need it. Um, and, and it's just really wonderful. And you, I think it sounds like you're doing an amazing job with all of that. Thank you. We're trying. And we do have, you know, we're unique to the situation um, in the sense that we're a personal service. And so what we do is we pair the client who has weekly recurring services um, to a dog walker and they form this relationship and bond with their walker. And so it is helpful to know that we have a community and these people who rely so heavily on their dog walker, even when they're not you know, working from home or, you know, having the the need for the dog walker, they really go out of their way and they have been going out of their way to still take care of their dog walker, whether that's um, paying for the full amount of their service bill each week, even though the services are canceled or a percentage of that, or even offering to, you know, donate to our company. So we've had a, a huge um, amount of support from our big city wolf family. And I think that's really helpful and amazing to know that, you know, the amount of passion and investment that we have put in to ensure that their pets safety is number one priority. And we're pairing them with dog walkers who are trained um, and have to go through this rigorous training program that we've created just to ensure that there's, you know, above and beyond service. Um, They really are taking care of us right now. And that has been an, an amazing. I've been thinking about all of this so much lately and just how, um, the, the people who are, who are really needed and who are doing what they're best at doing. So taking care of dogs or something like that. Um, I, I feel like if you really know what your value is and you're like living your, your truest purpose in life, that you are going to come out of this. Okay. Um, you know, I think that this is going to force a lot of people to kind of reconsider their career choices. Um, you know, and and maybe more people will decide to work with dogs. <laughs> um, I hope so. <laughs> when all of this is over, um, you know, something that that I that you've probably seen, it's been all over the news, is that you know, animal adoptions are way up, um, and fostering is way up. So, you know, there is definitely in the future, if we can get through this, um, going to be a huge need for a lot of pet care in the future. Yeah. And that, you know, this is such a time where your perspective really matters in terms of how you're going to push through the situation. And I think that what we are trying to do is think so positively, even though we're suffering right now on on a business level, of course, and suffering personally because we're impacted by this change. But I think we have to find those positives and say, you know, exactly what you just said of like, you know, there, there might be more need and there probably will be more need for pet care services in the future. And, you know, thinking of, of positive ways to get through this and to know, you know, right now we're like, trying to figure out we have the time where we can sit there and maybe look through our website and determine what changes can we make to our website to, to stand out from the crowd or, um, you know, to, to work on the internal stuff so that when this is all said and done, we're ready to come back and fight for, you know, our business again. Um, I, I don't think it's a time to like give up and, and wallow. I think it's a time to figure out 
you know, how can you use this time to benefit you and your business um, and find new ways to, you know, improve and, you know, social media in itself is a great opportunity for that. Like, what can you do to, you know, have your services online somehow, you know, stuff like that. It's like, you have to find, um, you have to find the positive in the situation. Otherwise you won't make it and you will, you know, you will end up failing. And that is not what people want. No, people, people don't want you to fail. They want you to succeed. Um, and in order to like keep the, to get the economy back on its feet, people need to hire service providers too. So, um, once we're all allowed <laughs> to leave our yeah. houses, we can do that. Um, so like thinking constructively and positively, what are some things that you have come up with, um, to do online to grow your business while you can't really operate at full steam? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we, you know, we are not dog trainers like I am, but, um, we don't technically offer that service in New York city at this time, but we could, right. So we could turn that into an online community an online market where we're offering dog training services and that's on the table for us. And we're thinking of ways on how to do that so that people who are home with their dog, they, you know, sometimes the dog is distracting them because now the, their owner is home and they just want all the attention. And so dog training is such a great way to, you know, help your dogs, um, you know, stimulate your dog and, and drain your dog's energy. And so that's a great service to provide online. Um, and that is essentially the next step for us, right? Like creating that program and seeing, okay, how can we promote this? How can we sell it? Are we, you know, how do we engage um, our online community. And what's so great about the online community is that it's technically not always every single client that we have. It's people who don't live in New York City or Chicago and they can, you know, attend our classes online. So just using that, um, that platform to, to sell services to that, to that degree or working with, you know, a retail company and, you know, maybe creating an online account for, um, like dog balls or something like that, something that our clients would have access to and want and is relevant. So, I mean, there's so many different ideas that you can, that you can put out there, um, and use, but that's, that's essentially what we're trying to do right now is trying to figure out how else can we utilize our platform, our services and you know, come out on top of this. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, rewind to the beginning of our conversation and talking about how you leveraged pups and coffee to raise awareness and help get dogs adopted. Um, you already kind of know how to leverage your online community. So you're, you know, way ahead of the game. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. And it sounds like you, I think it's all about just having creative ideas are so important. But if you're listening to this, you know, try to think of 20 creative ideas you could do online. And if you can't think of 20, I, I heard some kind of online entrepreneur expert say that you should write down 30 ideas. And that's kind of counterintuitive. But if you're if you're trying to think of 20 ideas and you can't, it's probably because you're taking it too seriously and you're being like too literal and too strict with yourself. So if you go and try to write down 30 ideas, it means that you're going to just be thinking way outside the box and you might come up with like 
a few really, really good ones out of that big long list. So that's, that's just like a fun little exercise exercise that I've been doing myself <laughs> since I have, awesome. I have a lot of time. I can write down like endless ideas. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, well, so Danny, tell us, I always love to ask my listeners about your favorite tools or resources that you use. I know a lot of dog walkers are really curious about um, what like software you use to manage clients and scheduling and all that kind of stuff. Do you have any advice for that? Oh my gosh, yes. So we use this software called Time to Pet and it's incredible. We love them. They have everything um, that you need, which you know is why we chose to, to go with this software. Um, so you can do your scheduling, you can do your invoicing, you see where all your keys are located. Uh, you could have, you keep track of your the pet's birthdays. They also have um, in each profile, like a client profile, there's different tasks that you can sign saying like a specific note about like, don't charge this client's card on Friday. They want to pay on Monday. Like anything um, is available to you. And so I highly advise to use time to pet and it's also a mobile app. So your clients can access the mobile app. They can access the online database. It's amazing. Um, and it's been a life saver for us. Um, it's changed the entire way that we've done business and it helped us grow so much when we first started because we used to keep track of everything on like a Google note doc or a, um, uh, in their, in their contact in the note section, we would have all of the, the information about the dog on that. And then once we were able to transition over to this platform, it just, I mean, we just skyrocketed with the amount of time that we saved and how efficient it was. So I highly suggest that program. I'm a huge fan of theirs. They are awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And they're really great about like getting back to you if you have a question. So I'm all, I'm all for it. All right, cool. Um, well, Danny, it's been so much fun um, talking to you, even though it's like kind of a weird somber time with everyone's businesses. I think that, um, that you, that you have such a great mentality about, you know, staying positive and coming up with creative solutions. So I just want to thank you so much for your time and talking to us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It was so fun and it gave me something to look forward to today. (laughs) I I got my hair done, even though it's a podcast. (laughs) I curled my hair. So you motivated me. It's all about the little things. (laughs) That's true. Um, well, tell everyone listening where where they can find you online. Yes, absolutely. So for the Pups and Coffee, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Pups and then N and then Coffee. That is the, um, the account name. And then for Big City Wolf, our Instagram name is The Big City Wolf, W-O-O-F. And then our website is TheBigCityWolfWalker.com. Awesome. We'll all check that out soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or 
Join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.